This is Sandman the Rapping Cowboy, and Radio 8 Ball taught me to ride bull. Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity. Now it's time for Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here in Skyler's basement next to the graveyard in Olympia, Washington on 12-12-18, December 12th, 18, with our musical guest, David Rovix. Hello. And we were going to have the return of Brett Club who's been on Radio 8 Ball before, on an episode last winter. But Brett waited out in the cold for as long as he could, and then he had to go take care of his kids. So we'll have to have him back another time. But he's a friend of yours, a fan of yours? Friend? Yeah, friend of the show, friend of David Rovix, and we wish him well. Indeed. What's interesting, synchronicity-wise, is that Brett and I bonded over both being targeted with some pretty malicious gossip and attacks from the station, from Chaos, where we both were DJs, where Radio 8 Ball began. And I've talked about this enough on the show. We don't need to go into all that. And you can go, in fact, I'll post the link where we talk about that on the episode that he was on. But when we were, we started the show with my question. I was saying, I have all these threads, these things going on. I'm trying to have this conversation about anti-Semitism and people are overreacting and attacking me personally and I'm trying to figure out how to keep my sanity while also address something that I can't is unavoidable for me and I'm going to be delicate with this because we live in a small community but I want to just read to you not the person who posted it but I want to read to you the post about this show that was inspired by this issue that I was talking about where I pointed out some anti-semitism and then this person took it personally, and then I I should just say that I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm going to be talking about this on my podcast, and I'd lo- I would love it if I could be a happy story about how we're working together. This is not a threat. I'm going to, I would speak about you respectfully, but he still took it as a threat, and this is what this person wrote. Hey, everyone. This is a big, big, bold Facebook. We're talking about how evil Facebook is. White letters over a black background, big, big letters. Hey, everyone. Exclamation point. Don't forget to tune in to attention-starved Andras Jones' Radio 8 Ball show today as he outs me as an anti-Semite. This is what I'm talking about, folks. <laughs> um, that's a, you know, and, and, and the hard part about that is a bunch of people who are people I think of as friends jumped in and, you know, believed what he said instead of, well, there's a lot that's wrong with that. First of all, you can't tune into this 
today because this is going to be running in February. And attention starved? Sure, whatever. I'm an artist. Again, it's kind of it's, it's one of those insults without an insult. It's like you're posting loudly and calling me attention starved when I'm reaching out to you privately and asking you to to be thoughtful. Well, calling any artist a narcissist <laughs> is a cheap shot. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and why, why else do we get in front of microphones? And then as I out him as an anti-Semite, when I've clearly said, I'm not, I don't think anyone of these people are particularly anti-Semites. I just think that anti-Semitism is in the air and we should have a conversation about it. Uh, but this is what happens when you mention anti-Semitism. A lot of it happens not just with anti-Semitism. You mention racism. The first thing is like, I'm not a racist. Not saying you are. Saying the situation is something where we may should look at where the racism plays into it. And this goes to a lot of the conversations we've had here. And like I said earlier, I have been through these. This is not the first time that this happened to me. And in a way, it's, it's a very sad superpower to have to be able to look at something like that and not have it be devastating like it was the first time that I saw something like that posted about me. And if you're a public person to some degree, you invite some of that. But in a small town, when your friends join in, it hurts. And really, it does. It, like I said, it's not as dev devastating as it once was. And nobody else is. I'm very grateful that I don't have. I'm not drawing that attention to anyone else. It's really I'm alone and it's coming at me. Um, and I'm not here to out anyone, I'm not here to, like, this person is a, is a, someone who uh, David knows, and so, and I don't expect him, you know, I'm not going to put anyone, I'm, Radio 8 Ball isn't about putting anyone in an uncomfortable position other than the uncomfortable position of not knowing what the answer is going to be. I guess I like to put myself in an uncomfortable position with this show. Um, that's, again, part of my own narcissism. I like to expose myself in uncomfortable situations. I think of it as a service, but I can also see that it serves me. Um, but my question... See, for this isn't going to run for a long time, so all of these people who are posting on this can't just go listen to it tonight and say, oh, gosh, we were wrong. I'm sorry. And that's what I... You know, that's my question. My question is, is there going to be a point when this is going to come out? And these people who were so gleefully jumping on the bandwagon of attacking me will listen to the show, as you have listened to it, and say, well, that's not at all what happened. Why? And then maybe, will, I, will any of these people ever apologize? And that's my question for the Pop Oracle. And now, oh, we are at the point of the coin. The binary oracular divination tool, which happens when we're down to two songs left on the board. Two songs left on the board are song number six, Today in Yemen. A happy song, I'm sure. And song number eight, Ice. Clearly about barcraft. It's, it's, if we interpret <laughs> things differently, then, uh, you know, they, you can always... They, interpret the song as the opposite of what it is about yeah oh yeah. yeah i mean there's there's no again questions answered answers questions i, I hope that everyone no no 
That's not why I invited you, David. I want to have. I, could, I have plenty of people. I keep happy on thinking it's because of the nature of the discussion. You know, I never do. Failed state is a is a hit. That that song oh, is I, is a you. very I energetic. I would have included song. that one anyway. But yeah. given the nature of our discussions, I wish that I had included my song "I'm a Better Anarchist Than You" in this uh, <laughs> list because it would have been very appropriate. But oh well. Well, so okay. Anyway, so we're down to two songs left. Today in Yemen, song number six, and Ice I C E, song number eight. And one of those songs is going to be the answer to my question, will I ever get an apology from some of these people who have joined in on this thread? Mm. And so we have the binary oracular divination tool, the Radio 8 coin. If it lands on heads, it's going to be song number six today in Yemen. If it lands on tails, it's going to be song number eight, Ice, answering my question. And now, to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to flip... The Radio 8 coin. And it is, well, that's heads, so that's tails. It's tails? Here, I'll show you. Okay. Song number eight, a song about ice. She left late at night, out of sight of the gangs, the most violent place in the West. Just the clothes on her back to escape the attack With one child held to her breast For weeks they would go through Mexico Where Rosita and so many others Would learn too late that the United States Takes babies away from their mothers When Rosita was younger, the future looked brighter But then came 2009 a junta, a coup, and prospects were few as the bodies were stacked up in lines. She tried to stay, but there was no way when they kidnapped and tortured her brother. So she got to the border where they're following orders to take babies away from their mothers. She might stay in Monterey, but the gunmen were always so near. She knew she had to push on, make it to Houston, where she might live a life without fear. Their journey was done, Rosita, her son, at the border they held one another. Oh, how he wailed as they took her to jail and tore him from the arms of his mother. She left late at night, out of sight of the gangs, the most violent place in the West. Just the clothes on her back to escape the attack, with one child held to her breast. And that was Ice, song number eight from David Rovick's list. The answer to my question, will, at some point in the future, the people who joined in on this thread listen to the show and realize that... They were wrong and maybe apologize. Maybe apologize. How the heck would you interpret that song? Uh, well, first of all, just like let's just talk. Let's just look at that song. 
First of all, I, I wanted to say when you played it, it made me think of something you said about the Woody Guthrie thing. I see how you you have your way, and I've done I do this a lot in my songwriting as well. That sometimes just coming back to the first verse does the job of that bringing it all together. Yes. That having a, a final verse, but it's actually better because better. by the time you get to the end, the first thing has this whole other resonance because you have the details and the context. Yep. Which I think that's what speaks to my question. And it doesn't, it's not, so it's, mm-hmm, <laughs> we have pretty mm-hmm. free nice. form in I our like interpretation. Wonderful. You got you're a very agile mind. Excellent. But that idea that we see something the first time and we think it means something. And then we hear the other verses. And by the time we get back to it, if we go back and look at that first thing, it means something different. And that, uh, that is, so that, I guess, I think that speaks to my aspiration and my hope. We know the deeper story. Right. But at the same time, the story itself and the song went to something that I think is a much harder and harsher truth that. I and a lot of people have to deal with, and I think it's been, it's a point that you've sort of been subtly and not so subtly making through all of this, these conversations, which is that we just have bigger things to deal with. And just like I might not get to enjoy my baseball because it's participating in a system that's terrible, I may not get the apology that I want or that I feel like I need. Um, and it might drive me crazy. I might go crazy. Um, and all of that, if all of that happens compared to the story you tell and the larger story that it's a part of, it's such a small thing, even though it's huge to me. I mean, I don't know if you, you may be able to feel that there's, I'm emotional yeah, no, I understand. telling this. And the thing is that any one person's emotions are huge to them. The thing that happened to them, the, the kid who picked on you in school, you carry that with you the rest of your life. And it's not the same as horrible things that have happened to other people, but it's the worst thing that happened to you. I, I feel devastated by things people say who I've never met on yeah. Facebook and YouTube. And, and yeah. this is like, you know, and then I, I, I really question like how much I'm affected by this and, and yeah. you know, my own sanity. And then, uh, you know, also I'm sure everybody else is having these kinds of reactions too, because I, I think I'm a pretty even keel kind of relatively, you know, saying you know like i think i got a pretty good grip on things generally like in terms of not having big triggers and stuff but i mean it's overwhelming even when i don't know the people who are saying this stuff yeah but yeah it sucks to be accused of of uh uh, i mean i i had uh actually i don't know this is this is only maybe tangentially related i don't know but I had a whole tour of Israel that was canceled, uh, which was to be my second tour of Israel, and it was canceled after I wrote a song about uh, Ariel Sharon's massacre of the Palestinians in, on, in, at the outside the Al-Aqsa Mosque in September 2000, mm-hmm. and then which set off the Second Intifada. And then after writing that song, I had of the ten gigs I had, I had nine of them uh, canceled by people who called me a fascist and an anti-Semite. And uh, I've ha- I've been uh, picketed uh, for being an anti-Semite and uh, fascist uh, by a, a group called the Anti-Deutsch in Germany on several, well, more than actually many occasions. Yeah. Uh, and they've threatened to destroy venues that I was going to be playing in. And, uh, you know, this is, um, 
which is not uh, it's not the same. These aren't the same uh, kinds of no, but necessarily uh, things. But, but it, it is. Uh, I mean, it's it, this. It's on when the it happens to level, you, it like, feels yeah. really. Yeah. It feels really bad to be misunderstood. Yeah, it yeah. feels really bad to be misunderstood and attacked for it. Yeah. It, may, it feels really bad to be misunderstood, attacked for it, and then lose opportunities and things in your life because of that. Yeah, and. And so, yeah, but I think when you're losing friends, that's the worst. It's well, it's like, what, you know, it's like when we were talking about anti-Semitism before and you're like, well, but if you compare it to somebody else or you in. But I feel like that's that's all we have. Like, I have the worst thing that happened to me. You have the worst thing that happened to you. When you tell me the worst thing that happened to you, even if it's so much worse than mine, I might have the good sense to not say it, to not say, oh, well, that reminds me of da, 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 da. But it still does remind me of da 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 da, sure. because having feeling the injustice of a teacher who did something unjust towards me that yeah is not the same as a cop beating the shit out of my mom in front of me. But but, it, but you understand the common humanity. But the feeling of helplessness that yeah. a, a person in authority is behaving cru with yeah. cruelty is a you know, is a feeling that yeah. could bring us together, could Absolutely. create solidarity as opposed to create difference in, in a sense of like no don't step on my oppression because with your stupid little story <laughs> you know it's like no my stupid little story is still my it's still the one it's the only one i have it's yeah. the only one i have you know and and it's never an insult to somebody else i mean i never intend i don't intend for anyone to listen i hope one of the things that comes out of the show is that everyone has a question everyone is all the questions are some version of the same thing it's like is it going to be okay is it going to be okay? Well, well am I ever going to get a break? You know, are we going to get our shit together? This is what people are always wondering, especially yeah. if there's an oracle involved. Yeah, Right. So right. I should have thought more about it and had more hopeful songs. <laughs> no, there's no hopeful no, songs no, in here. No, Can I you, change the set list? I totally disagree. I completely disagree. And this, if, if you're out there and you're like me, then you will, you'll feel solidarity with this. I always feel so much safer and so much happier with someone who is talking about the real things and taking a hard look. Happy songs, like you were saying. What are we doing at this party? What the hell yeah. are we doing here? I mean, and this is not to, like I, if there's another songwriter here, I'm not going to shame them for not doing that. But I treasure, I treasure songwriters like you who can write political songs that are also great songs that take no prisoners that are not trying to please anyone that are willing to take the ramifications. That's all very positive. And again, as you see, the way I interpret these things, I don't need the songs to be positive to draw a positive answer from it. That's the fact good. that you're here doing it, that's positive. The fact that we're in this room engaging these conversations instead of behind our screens shouting at each other mm -hmm. or ignoring each other or just poking a little like and thinking we've done something. Um, this is all very positive. So you have uh, well, you have nothing to apologize for. You should just mm. take a bow for writing for great writing great songs. And um, yeah, uh, uh, we're going to get to your we're going to get to your question in the next segment. For those of you who are tuning in, you'll be able to listen to that tomorrow. Or if you're listening, you know, and listening at some point in the far future, you can just listen to it next. Uh, but uh, but uh, thanks for letting me have a second bite at the apple. This is the crazy world of synchronicity in which we live. And to all of you out there sending hate this way, I you don't believe me, but I'm just sending love back. And 
maybe a reflection of me crying because it hurts, but that's love. So thank you, David, for letting me do this. And next up is your question. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball.